0: Yes. Adam, sir, what do you get when you cross a loner with society that's given up on him, doesn't give a shit about him anymore?
1: Ben Affleck.
0: Inconceivable!
1: In a world where laughter was king
0: on the edge of space. Get together, have a few left. The No, you get this spoiler-filled Joker review. Uh, <laughs> but that was Ben Affleck. It would have really been thought, the number yeah, two answer. I really if it was a family it. feud, it would have popped in at number two. Ben Affleck you get is ben Affleck. number two.
1: <laughs> you absolutely get Ben Affleck. <laughs> I just made a shit joke at Ben Affleck. No, Affleck's no,
0: you get, you get Joaquin Phoenix like you blowing too. out Robert... You know, De Niro's brains, you know, get what you fucking deserve. Boom. Oh, God, I love that scene. And I love the movie Joker. It was and great. I mean, one of your hosts. I'm the host on the left. Yep. I'm
1: Ro- <laughs> the host with the most. <laughs>
0: no. I'm getting out first. Uh, your host on the left, Rod Avis.
1: I am the host uh, to the north, uh, Adam Peterson. And I this know, is I the Cinemasters
0: the universe. This is a bonus This episode. bonus disc. This doesn't fall under the chronology of this James Bond. Nope. You know whatever version we got coming up Th- this is a bonus episode this bonus. is for those people who are not paying anything yep then you're getting all of it it's a bonus i guess yeah. but you know if if we were charging you know this would be probably like a patreon exclusive this
1: you know? is like yeah if they were like hey have you joined our our special club the cinemasters club where we send you a mug and a sticker. You, you could pay monthly, or you pay get a discount if you pay get annually. Your
0: Cinema Masters exclusive jockstrap, yep. right here by being a Patreon exclusive. I don't know if we start getting enough subscribers, listeners, maybe we can p- try and pull something like that Ooh. off. But as of for now, you know, we got just a couple people at work listening to us. That's fine. And a handful of others. I mean, <laughs> there's you know, people out there. Our numbers are decent. They're not great, but they're I decent. I don't even know what our numbers are. Our numbers are. We're like the thirteenth leading uh, pop culture podcast on iTunes right now.
1: 13th, 13th, baby. <laughs> I can't even count that. Oh high. my god, we are like we <clears> have <throat> like mark.
0: We're blue, Mark Marin in the dust. Oh my gosh, Joe Rogan, get out of here. It's about time. Step back, Joe Rogan. No, I told him that was what I, I mean, they he didn't believe us. You know, he's I gonna have to go him. back to eating like worms and horse guts. Yep, for, I warned Joe, on dares and for funsies.
1: I told him, ah, <sighs> you get that Alex Jones on your show, and things are just gonna go to shit. look. People,
0: heed this warning, heed. If you haven't seen the Joker movie, not, not any of the other previous Joker movies, the one that just came out Joker in October Direct 2019, by Todd Phillips. the Joaquin Phoenix movie, you should probably, okay, pause this. Okay. Cause you've already downloaded and we appreciate your download and your support. Uh, but go watch the movie and then on your way yeah. home while you're driving home, yep. rather than talking to your friends, you know, you do be like, yeah. oh, what'd you think of the movie? Just put us on. And listen to what we have to say. Listen to the things
1: that we have to say.
0: Because we're going to tell you what to think. Yep. That's what we do. We're the set of masters, baby.
1: I have nothing else going on in my life. So movies is all I have. Don't take it away from me.
0: I just had a shot of vodka.
1: Anyway. (laughs) I just had a shot of heroin. Just a shot of heroin right Great. into your... How does that work? I don't even remember. I don't know. You, put it in a, you bake it in a cookie, right? Uh, shoot it in my, the, like the part. I don't know what this medically oh, is called Jesus right Christ. there
0: in your eye. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. That's got to <sighs> be like the craziest way to put it in your body.
1: I just think of all the choices <sighs> I've made in my life and how long they are, and it's like, yeah, that kind of subdues the pain.
0: You know, suddenly eating that half a pan of brownies doesn't seem like such a bad choice. No. You could you could die of things that are a lot sweeter. Oh yeah, it would take a lot longer to kill me. Yep, than doing the heroin straight into that straight into part the, of that this pore part of your, your eyeball yep, right there. there. Well, there. Would, you want to go in. You, you want to get high a little bit faster. You want to get in yep. like two seconds faster. Right there. Right there. I want it right there. That's how you do it, kids. Don't do drugs. Yep. And don't kill yourself. Don't
1: kill yourself. Unless you haven't seen the Joker yet, then I don't know what you're. Then what do you? Then, then what do you have to live for? That might be. If you haven't seen the Joker,
0: uh, you know I'm going to go ahead and say right now we both really enjoyed the Joker. Yes. We saw it separately. Separate. Uh, I saw it first on a Thursday night. You saw it second on Friday night. On a Friday night. Not that. Not that this is a sort of contest, but, but it's fresher won. in your brain. You won. It's fresher in your brain. No, Laura actually was like, I would like to see that, which kind of surprised me because she is m- most definitely a happy ending girl, you know, she likes her movies with happy endings and the Joker. I mean, I guess you could say that it was a happy ending (laughs) depending on who you are. I don't know, but no. Yeah. The, the recent Todd Phillips directed, written by Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix Oscar award. I'm calling it right now. The dude's winning the Oscar this year. And you know, I don't know about best film it just because it seems to me that okay when the the movie was getting screened and previewed it was just like all positive now it's dropped below certified fresh i believe unless it's gone back above
1: i don't know i don't pay attention to that nonsense
0: yeah so you know it it turns out to be it's a little bit more divisive critical critically than You know, they, you were first led to believe, I guess, when it was like premiered at Cannes, yeah, and it got like the huge standing ovation, which I usually always take with a grain of salt, to be honest. I I don't know who they pack these theaters with, but it could for all I know, just be people who are cool with the movie makers. I
1: I love a lot of movies and I love watching movies and I have, I don't know that I've ever stood. Maybe it's just a thing you do at film festivals, but I've never stood in a theater and applauded a film.
0: (laughs) Bravo!
1: I mean, is it just be like if you're at Cannes, like, okay, the guy who made it's here, so like it's appropriate? But I'm like, if I was just a guy standing in, like, I feel like, I feel like to do, like, you people that do that on flights, like, yes, the plane landed. All right, way to it's go. It's more
0: worthy of a standing ovation. Steven right? Jacobson, <laughs> yeah. our pilot, We're he's alive. a great guy. You go to yes. kiss the ground, like, you get a standing ovation. No, like, that's what you would do after some really bad turbulence, yeah. I would imagine. You would go ahead and give him a standing ovation. Uh, but, you know, all that aside, the movie is it's mostly good. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's not like 50-50 divisive. That's more like a divisive film. But it's not across the board, you know, positive. And I, and I don't read any of the critics. I, I really don't give a crap about what critics have to say. It's always a nice thing when they like the movie. But, I mean, there have been a ton of movies that I just thought have been absolute dog shit that critics just love.
1: Because uh, So there's, I mean, so many people anymore because you're in a position, I mean, if you're a critic, you know, and it's your profession, there's, I mean, there's some economic investment, which means you have to keep a certain audience happy. Yeah. Like because we're, because there's no one, we could piss everybody off next week and have no one watch this and it wouldn't matter. We'd do it because we have, fun we don't do have it.
0: many viewers to begin yeah. with. So, so it's, we it's could fun. we could swipe, you know, wipe the slate clean yeah. and be fine. We're
1: and That's why I applaud people that um, that in, in Hollywood that speak their mind on stuff. Yeah. Um, even if it kind of goes against the grain, it's like it's one of those, I'm like, oh, I appreciate the perspective on it. But it's one of those words like people. there are people that have agendas, there are people that have audiences and fan bases that they have to cater to as far as special interests and different stuff like that. So it, I, I, I don't like reviews like that because it's, mm. you're skewing the movie to fit your audience, not filling your audience on the, in on a movie. It's like, well, hey, if this kind of stuff is gonna, you know, push your buttons, you probably don't want to see it. But that doesn't mean the movie's not good. If you're, here's the thing about reviews, and I know we're going a bit off on a bit of a
0: tangent, but tangents. you know, why not? We love tangents. tangents. We're I do. Good. So we're juicy. good at tangents. There are too many critics. There are too many. There are too many critics. There are so many critics that you can now have websites that can aggregate scores to give yeah. you something like a Rotten Tomatoes or a Metacritic. And I think it's kind of wild. It used to just be that you had a handful of notable critics, and they were pretty reliable. And you didn't always have to agree with them, but you could kind of like tell from a certain You, you could You could gauge what type of movie they liked, and if they liked the movie, despite what other critics said, then you could kind of take that as a good sign, you know. You it just,
1: increases the chances that you're gonna enjoy it.
0: Yeah, but like, you know, every there's just millions and millions of critics out there nowadays. Like if you got a blog, you can be a critic. You can, you, you get, could yeah. potentially get yourself like on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So that's why I don't love the whole idea of like just the you know, tomato score and all that. But it, it did drop below the Rotten Tomato score. It's not quite certified fresh anymore, at least as of you know yesterday but it was a it had a huge opening yeah a lot of people went to see it and that's despite all of the talk of how violent it was how ultra violent adam it was the most violent movie ever in the history of film yeah or not or not or not no first of all completely blown out of proportion you know I, I don't know whose agenda it was to inform the you know the the public that this movie was inciting violence, and I mean it it really was crazy. Yeah. I think I'm of the mind that there's it's either a when when the Dark Knight or when um,
1: the Dark Night Rises could well was it
0: was it the Dark Night Rises or the Dark Night where the the shooting happened? Because I I was watching a report where they said it was the Dark Night Rises, but I'm pretty
1: sure it was the Dark Night. It was the Dark Night Rises. Yeah. Was I, it? Okay. It was because okay, I, I remember okay. going to see it, and the um, when I when I went to the theater, the police were searching people's bags and stuff. Okay, okay. I remember that distinctly.
0: I don't know if people are just kind of wary because of that, and they just kind of took that story and ran with it. But it, you know, my first, and I didn't, I didn't try to sway you in one way or another. I was like, I've seen the movie, and I try to not give anything away. Like, I, I think, I, I think the only thing I said was it was bleak. <laughs> yes that's pretty much my only route like i didn't want to i don't like swaying people one way or another i just said it's bleak. i'm unswayable no you're not swayable but i mean the movie is dark for sure it's not a feel-good movie in no way um but you know as far as violence goes it's no more violent than any martin scorsese movie no i mean i i
1: would uh you know it has a Martin, it, it has a strong
0: Martin Scorsese
1: feel it, and vibe it to does. it. It um, does. But the, um, and I, we were, we spoke briefly offline yeah. about it. Uh, we didn't kind of go out, just wanted to save a lot of it for this. Right. But. Um,
0: yeah. I wanted to get your genuine th- feelings and thoughts.
1: The, the violence was, um, it was necessary in the way that it was because the whole, um, it, it was, it was the mechanism. It was, it was, it was a, it was a. A facet of the mechanism that made the Joker who he was. Yeah, it was it was a part, you know. The as as he moved from Arthur Fleck, who he really was at the beginning of the movie, to right. Joker at the end of the movie, right? Um, it was a part of the transformation, and it it increased in intensity, but not by any means in um, frequency.
0: Aside from the beatings which you see in the trailers, yeah, I really only. Thought of two ultra violent scenes: uh, the scene where he kills his
1: buddy who the rats him buddy. out with a yep.
0: gun, yeah, and the in, in the little person or yep. whatever in his in his apartment. Granted, which pretty was a violent, fan, it was, and it
1: was, but it was a fantastic scene. It
0: was, and the scene where he blows De Niro's brains out, which yeah. is honestly nothing I haven't seen on like a Netflix show. You know, like you no. see like headshots like that. It's oh, not yeah. completely They're, out of the. I've seen tons like that before. And, and then, really, from that, that's it. I mean, that I can't think of any other really ultra-violent scenes.
1: No, and even because I mean, it, it all, I mean, it earns its R rating. It it, it definitely does, um, but you know, it's it the uh, there were so there's so many um, there's so many characters in the film that aren't tangible people characters in the way that a lot of people. The city is a character. The, yes. the, the tone oh my of ev- God, the tone yes. of everything is, is really a character in the movie because you you there's this there's this increasing tension that you have to be able to appreciate because it, it's creating this um the there's obviously things that are wrong in the city of gotham at the beginning of the movie and but there has to be this this opening for joker to kind of rise to being yeah um and so there has to be a level of unrest that's happening, and you have to be able to 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 view that. You have to be able to see that and feel that, and, and that's one of the things that Tom Phillips did a great job with.
0: Yeah, Todd Phillips tried. To, he he wanted to show you that uh, his he didn't just put on the makeup and start acting crazy. No, he he it was it was absolutely a byproduct of the the way he was treated. He was mistreated as a child. It, we find out in the movie that his mother was really uh, his adopted mother. Yes. And uh, she didn't necessarily abuse him, but she allowed boyfriends to abuse him pretty severely. And, and he, he grew up very awkward. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because of that, he probably was put off, you know, on. He had the condition... I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let, let's just, what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about the characters and the, yeah. you know, the actors that portray the characters. And I'd like to get your thoughts on each character. Yep. Starting with of course, Joaquin Phoenix. How do you, where do you put Joaquin's performance as the Joker amongst all of the others, the Jack Nicholson's, the the Heath Ledger's and the, uh, you know, not, not Cesar Romero. Now. I'm talking like movies. Uh, I, Who is the other guy than Suicide Squad? I Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto, which I thought was fine. You know, I I didn't hate that per, that portrayal of Joker. I thought it was for what the movie was. It was fine. But anyway, it fit within the movie with the where where would shit. you put it? And I'm not. You know, it's it's hard because it's fresh in our mind. But uh I how, how did you like his performance? You don't have to rank it, but how did you like his performance?
1: I I thought his performance was was fantastic. I I think his. To me, um, there are elements of it that I felt like surpassed some of the things that even Heath Ledger did. I think, as a whole, Heath Ledger still outshines him um, by a, by a small margin. Um, but uh, I, I definitively think that there one of the things that I appreciate about um, about Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal is um, you get um, it's an origin story, but it's it's not. Um, it's not drenched in that typical origin story fair. <clears throat> they're really, no, not really. You, you're starting with the character. I, I appreciate that he has, he has genuine, um, mental disorders. Yes. It's, it's when I was like, I mean, he's on seven different kinds of medication. He has that card that he shows the woman. It's like, I have a condition and which is a real condition. Oh yeah. Um, I it, love how they treated his laugh.
0: Yeah. He, he laughs not because it's just kind of a neat novel thing to do like it's, it it's not just his calling card like he's sick
1: yeah he has real mental issues oh my God. every and, time he
0: did that it was so creepy and great
1: and just to to watch him try and cope with the world around him um, because the thing is like in a lot of a lot of your Batman movies um, and what I really appreciate about this one that really differentiated itself is a lot of your Batman villains because Batman villains are just regular people. Yeah, they're very sympathetic in most cases. They're, they're really just normal people. And I thought Arthur was a bit too, really. the The thing is, in a, in a lot I mean, of these he was a horrible
0: person. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah, by by the end, I mean he had really made the transformation yeah. into, I mean, a full sociopath. But yeah, go ahead. Um, but most of your Batman villains, for time's sake, because they really are just a facet of a Batman story. Yeah. Um, you know the the transition from normal person to insane villain is. Too brief. It's, it's quick. It, it has to be. It's yeah. a necessity of the story. But this, you you really watch the the degradation of his mental state. Oh my god! And <sighs> that's why
0: I love these one this one off idea. It, it's fantastic. I hope they continue it. I, I really do Really do. It's even if Todd Phillips is the guy that keeps doing it, I don't know. But I, I think we're gonna this this is gonna be start a trend in Hollywood most likely. Yeah. Because I,
1: I, I, I would love to. I would when I was, uh, after I, I saw it, I said, uh, I was talking to Matt, a friend of ours. Yeah. Um, I was like, you, Shout out, Matt. Shout out to Matt. Um, have you heard Ron's theory on this? And I said, after watching Joker, I said, I, I, I wish that someone would listen to just listen to Ron and do this. They need it not in a gratuitous way, not in the way that Warner Brothers loved to jump. It's like, oh, this had success. Let's make a bunch of them. I was like, yeah. No, let other, let Todd Phillips be kind of the baron of that and let him pick people. It's like, all right, we'll do a Riddler movie. We'll do a, yes. you know, we'll, we'll do a, a penguin movie. We'll call it Oswald. We'll do a, you know, yes. I mean, all these it's like you just focus in on and tell the whole story of the bill, the villain. It's, you, you've got plenty of material there. And then if you
0: want to bring in the Batman. Yeah. So, you know, and there's little, there's little droplets of Batman scattered. Um, no, I don't want to jump ahead to that, but yeah, but Joaquin Phoenix, uh, his physical transformation to, to to Arthur Fleck was, it was kind it was kind. Of, it reminds me of a Christian Bale performance from uh, before he was Batman, was it was called the Machinist. The Machinist, yeah. Where he just lost, if you think even more weight, I think even than than yeah. uh, Joaquin, yeah. did. But Joaquin
1: Phoenix lost fifteen it, pounds to he, do this.
0: Is that right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, um, he his 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 demeanor his physical appearance everything i mean like i've always been a huge fan of joaquin and unlike a heath ledger who had to really travel great distances so far in fact that he wasn't able to mentally return from it but you know joaquin i'm not calling him a crazy person or anything but he's always a little off anyway he's always been out
1: there yeah yeah
0: and i love him i love joaquin huge fan of joaquin joaquin phoenix
1: um I don't feel like it was that far of a journey for him to get there. Uh, no. And I think that's what made him the perfect candidate for it. It's like, I mean, all, I mean, the, the.
0: Uh, I, and he plays a victim for most of the
1: movie. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's doing horrible, no. insane
0: things the whole movie.
1: No. And I mean, and uh, really even, uh, you know, because the, towards the beginning of the movie when he's on the subway uh, and he, and those three guys get in his face there, I mean, he. They say, you know, oh, the triple triple murder by this clown vigilante. I was like, really and truly, if he had gone to the police and explained what happened, it's like he was yeah. defending himself. I mean, these three yeah. guys were beating the shit out of him he on the train. He killed that guy
0: in self defense. Now he didn't yeah. have to. He didn't he, have to chase that third the last guy. Down and kill guy him, yeah.
1: but that's that taken was a gratuitous. Bit far,
0: but, but he, he, you know, the first guy for sure. Yeah, and he would have had a witness too, because they, you know, he kind of starts laughing. He wasn't really necessarily sticking up for that woman on the subway but his condition drew
1: attention away from her to him in that scene i like to think that there was a part of you know, part of it that he couldn't help and a part of it that he could yeah and that he he it was almost like his way of you know drawing the attention away from I her. i
0: sense that he was not a pre, like approving of what was going yeah. on you know like he he was looking at the the events i mean it was uh it was three guys on the subway it was like just like these three kind of wall street type. Yeah. Just piece of trash wall street types, you know, harassing this woman on the subway. And then the, and then the fifth person was just Arthur kind of on the other side of the car. And, um, you know, they're, they're harassing her and he starts laughing and, you know, of course they're kind of intrigued by this and she, she kind of takes off. So, You know, they could have found her. They could have rounded her up potentially. And she could have, uh, you know, attested that, you know, like, yeah, they they were aggressive guys. I could totally see why they would attack him. Uh, But no, she runs off, and I don't blame her. You know, like, get out of there. But um, Gotham's not a great place in this movie. Not a great place. And I I like what you said about Gotham being a character because it really was, like, the primary antagonist to the movie until Joker, like, kind of tips over the edge. Um, I love that it was, like, that... 70s kind of dirty, Yep. pre, like, you know, when, when, uh, who was it? Not, was it Giuliani that came in and cleaned up New York? Yeah. So this is pre that where like New York was gritty and dirty in the seventies and eighties. This was a reflection of that. Yeah. And I love the way this movie is like through and through a seventies film for, by the way. Um, heavily influenced by Taxi Driver. Like if you've seen Taxi Driver, it looks yes. like Taxi Driver.
1: Very reminiscent of that.
0: Yeah. Um, the com- you know that when people are saying he was drawing inspiration from that, it absolutely was. And the King of Comedy, for sure. Yeah. With the De Niro character. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but um, I-, I love that Gotham was just so alive. It it was kind of like when you know uh, when Nolan. Used chicago to to film and bring gotham to life but it was a much cleaner gotham yeah it was it was i mean it was it was corrupt you know you know yeah but it this just felt grimy and dirty but
1: yeah because especially because i was thinking about it oh, times square it was, looks like it had like porno flicks yep. playing off
0: in the background
1: there yeah because in, the subway is really
0: graffiti every yeah
1: everything was just uh was so tainted and that was the thing and i think with nolan's um, interpretation especially when you go back to Batman Begins it was the League of Shadows that had introduced e- economic disparity as the mechanism that mm-hmm. they were trying to bring down Gotham right so on. it was this out outward influence that had made Gotham as as desperate as it was whereas in this movie it felt like it was intrinsic like it was yeah. within the veins of the city it had crumbled from within yeah the
0: Joker movement yeah was just like inevitable
1: it was the catalyst that the city needed to, to Really begin cannibalizing itself in a, yeah. in a in a vicious kind of fashion.
0: Um, so you know, I, I loved his. I love what he brought. It was very. It was distinct. I enjoy. I don't know. I I pity the joke the actor that brings of a, a samey Joker performance to the table yeah. in the future because so far we've had pretty four pretty distinctly different versions yeah. of the Joker, and you know this this one is like a cross between. Um it's not quite Heath Ledger. It's like a... It's, it, yeah. It, it's it's really very unique. It's just he's just kind of a he's a mentally ill. I mean I get, you know, it's 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 implied that of course Joker's mentally ill in all of the incarnations of of Joker, but more so in this one.
1: The, because when you look at the character of Heath Ledger as the Joker in Dark Knight, <clears throat> he's he he's a sociopath, but yeah. the Everything that he does is too calculated. Yeah. With Arthur, it's one of those he he knows the general outcome he oh, would yeah. like to see in a situation. I like the scenes where he's running from the cops. You but know? yeah, there's there's not a preparedness. There's not a you know he's he's not he's not fought uh, everything out and he no. has a contingency for everything. It's it's,
0: it's, it's very um, it's spontaneous, it's, yeah, it, exactly. It, all of, really a lot of it is. Yeah, I mean nothing's premeditated except the Murray's, you know. Scene. Yes. <clears throat> um I guess let's talk about the uh, Zazie Beats, I guess. Yeah. Her 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 role in the movie was very interesting. I liked the whole like um the joker is not a reliable narrator in the movie. Yeah. Meaning um what you're seeing on film is not exactly what you're getting. Yeah. Uh and and you know Zazie Beats she plays. Uh, what was the character's name? In the movie? I don't know if i right. I can't really remember. But she's kind of. She's a single mother that lives in his building. Yep. You know, George down. Arthur lives with his mother. Yep. Um. In a in this dirty old apartment, and they live on the same floor. She lives across the hall from him. And you know they they meet riding up the elevator, and she kind of you know like he looks creepy, and I guess Zazie's character is. um She's, she's young. She has a child, which is kind of scary through parts of the movie. You're like, why is she involved with this guy? You know, she has a little kid. Um, but you know, she, she at least acknowledges him. Yeah. That's all she really does, which is kind of all that he was lacking. Yeah. It's all that he needed just by just even it. Cause she does the little like blowing her brains out gesture. She's kind of like come like a camaraderie with him because he looks like he's had a bad day, you know? So, you know, she does the thing and, uh, from that point in the movie, we're led to believe that they begin a relationship. Yep, that she's this really supportive girlfriend to him, and in, in times when he needs her, you know, mo- primarily when he goes and he does, he performs his stand-up routine. Yep, she's there for him, and and even like the stand-up routine, and to be that it also was another false narrative, you know, because he he gets off to that horrible start, which we see. And then like it kind of, you know, fades into some music and then it becomes, there's what it leads into this like little mon- romantic montage with he and, yep. and his girlfriend or whatever, his new girlfriend. But really what happens is he bombs horribly. Yes. It's just the most awkward routine and you know what, you see it coming. Just cringe. I love this scene where he's watching the comedians. Uh, in the audience, I'm trying to mirror, he's trying to study them and take notes and he's writing like these notes, like sex always equals funny. And he's got those laughs, you know, he's trying,
1: he, he hears the beat of laughter from around him and 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 he he, does. Yeah. He doesn't understand the joke, but he's laughing to blend in with the crowd. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so wonderful. So
0: wonderful. Uh, so you you see that moment coming from so far away. You're like, this is going to be what tips him most likely, and it yeah. ends up being his one of his idols, Murray from the you know the late night show yeah. that he and his mother watches every night together in the same bed. Uh, <laughs> we don't know that every single night, but whatever. It's a, it gets a little strange. It's it's kind of a psycho kind of vibe. It's yeah. It's a very odd and Norman Bates I mean psycho un, yeah
1: un, uncomfortable relationship on the, the, the scene when he's bathing his mother in the tub oh, you're yeah. just like there's so many parts about this just make your skin crawl kind of
0: I thought the mother the actress that played his mother was very good I, you know, I honestly felt bad for her I think she too is a very sympathetic character because she yeah. was also mentally ill yep and one of the big, uh, big spoiler here, like one of the big turns in the movie is when she reveals to Arthur that uh, he is actually a love child of Bruce Wayne. Not Bruce Wayne. Uh, Thomas uh, Wayne. Yeah, Thomas Wayne. Thank you. And that was interesting. I was hoping that that was real somehow, you know, because um, I, I knew that this is not a canon. You know, there yeah. is no official Joker origin story. Nope. They very intentionally leave it vague because I think that's what makes the Joker so intriguing. Yeah. Because he's so mysterious. This works perfectly. And, and the fact that they jumped out ahead and they're like, this is, you know, this is the one-off. This is an alternate, you know, an alternate origin story. But but when she said that, you know, she... Because throughout the movie, in the beginning part, she's writing letters to Thomas Wayne. she's <clears throat> She admires she's him very much.
1: borderline obsessed with him. She Yeah,
0: very much so. And it was, you know... it where that leads to is, you know, oh, well, they had a relationship off on the side and he knocked her up and then, you know, shipped her away. And you're like, if that seemed kind of realistic and like the scene where they had young Bruce, when he goes up to the uh, mansion through the gate. I oh, love that scene. It was it was a pretty. Uh, Cause he kind of became the Joker there a little yeah.
1: bit with his theatrics. The, and, and just the, I mean, you know, kind of his, yeah, his whole demeanor versus, uh, cause you see Bruce maybe two, three times in the movie. Very little. I mean, I don't even know if he has a speaking line in it. Hardly.
0: Well, he does when he speaks to Arthur, I think for a second.
1: Yeah, he does. Yeah. he does I think he acknowledges. There's a little bit of exchange there. Um, But for the most part, no. And you get Alfred. Yeah. They actually show you Alfred. But it's, there's, I mean, Bruce as a child is just this very stoic and solemn character doesn't mm-hmm. smile, no. doesn't, doesn't laugh. He, he's not, he's not behaving like a typical child, no. you know, he, I mean, and especially in the contrast, you had the kid on the bus who Arthur's doing the same, similar kind of, you know, stuff and the kids, yes. all of these other kids, and his, his mother's, mother's like, leave kids, my kid alone. All the kids that, re, that come into contact with him respond positively yeah. except for Bruce. Yeah. Which was very interesting to me. It's like okay, there's a real contrast here. There's a lot of other kids, you know, that have been in and around situations with Arthur, and they're all laughing and they're you know ha ha he's a funny clown, yeah, and he's doing all the same shtick with Bruce, and Bruce is just standing there as a child. I mean, well, probably seven eight years old, um, yeah. just standing there. You know, he's he's dressed to the nines in his you know his little wool jacket, you know, out with his uh, for his evening constitutional with. With uh, Alfred, and it's just like... Okay, What's he doing out there? Oh. This is just so odd. This whole exchange is just so odd. was. But he, he the, you know, Arthur thought of him as his
0: brother right away. Like, he totally believes his mom. Yeah. He's kind of shocked by the news, but he's he believes it. Because he wants to believe it so badly. He doesn't know who his father is. He doesn't realize he's adopted. And, of course, he has no memory or recollection of how he was abused as a kid. Uh, but... It was interesting because in that scene you start seeing the other side of the story, which even at the time I wasn't quite sure who to believe, because uh, you know like Alfred is protecting Bruce, yep, and he's fiercely protecting Bruce, and he's like, "Oh, you're Penny's son, yeah, you're that." You know, like he re- he he recognizes who he is. Like he's never seen him before. No, but by his by the, from the conversation and the and the claims that he makes, there's a history. Like he he recognizes like. Oh, this this is the son of of the person who used to work for us, and she went. She was she got a little obsessed and crazy, and claimed that you know this little kid that she adopted was, uh, in fact, Thomas's. And then they had her. She ends up getting institutionalized,
1: and some of that. It was just very mean, though, how they dismissed him. Some of it, I I was really still, even by the end, still very suspect. Just, mm. I mean, because the the logical nature of that whole like, she had worked for the Wayne family, approximately thirty years earlier. Yeah. Um, and so it's when I was like, okay, you know, yeah, if you had somebody that went, you know, bad shit that was like at work, you wouldn't forget them. But it was when I was like, just the way that um, when. Alfred responded to it. Yeah. And then when he's in the bathroom it was uh, with, very with Thomas, it's when I was like, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. We know we know who you are. We know who you're. It's when I was like, okay. But then, then. Because you could also see how a very powerful
0: person could have somebody institutionalized yeah. if they wanted that problem
1: to go away. Well, and because I, I think that was the thing is, you know, you really you weren't made to just trust the Wayne family. No. Uh, like in, in other iterations of, of Batman, like, you know, um, especially in Chris Nolan's, uh, you know, Thomas Wayne, he's a beloved character who yeah. really is there to the Wayne family wants to try and preserve and save yes. Gotham from, you know, devouring itself. And this Thomas Wayne, really feels more like a billionaire politician yeah you know elitist kind of guy yes
0: yes and you're very just, much so because running for mayor yeah I, that's that's a side of you know the thomas wayne that i've never really heard before like that
1: particular it was story very line. different um and he, even just uh, and instantly you don't
0: necessarily trust a politician like no. especially an older politician
1: And their family dynamics. I mean, the fact, I mean, even when you have Martha, she shows up a couple of times. And it's like the whole family, there's none of it that seems like they're a loving family. Not really. Bruce is very much removed from it. You know, there's not the Very aristocratic. Yeah, very much so. And then towards the end when he had that picture of his mother, when Arthur had the picture of his mother and looked younger, Um, and he flipped it over to something like nice smile or beautiful wonderful smile something like that yeah she
0: called him like lucky you know like uh, yeah I know
1: but it it had dash TW oh yeah so it was was like okay on the back of this picture of his mom said nice smile dash TW that was kind of the piece of evidence for me that's like okay Hmm.
0: but then of course it all kind of culminates when he confronts Thomas in the bathroom when he sneaks into the benefit that yep. the Wayans were at and I said the Wayans like Marlon Wayne, that the, Wayans, yeah, were the Wayans were at <laughs> boy that took a weird turn didn't it when he, when, he conf- when he confronted when he confronted Keenan Thomas Keenan Ivory Waynes not Keenan Thomas uh <laughs> um but you know yeah so there was that scene that was and like Joker or Arthur was I mean it was so so sad you know he's just like why won't you just Admit that I'm your son. You know, I I know I'm your son. Look at us. We look alike. You know, like he was trying to have a heartfelt kind of he was pouring his heart out and at that point, uh, Thomas just decks him. Yeah. Just clob, just knocks him out and that's a very
1: violent response to... It it, it seemed very aggravated. It seemed very like just for, it was like, okay. It was like, come near my son again, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. And it was... Still at that point, you're like... and that's, that's what, I mean, like all, all of those little pieces of evidence to me is just like, I like that you, you don't get a definitive answer to it. So you can, you can make the case one way you or could. the other. You could say, okay. You could
0: still, even after what we know, argue that yeah, he is say, the okay. son.
1: You could. I, 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 mean, I don't think that
0: that's necessarily what the movie is uh, leading no. me to believe, but
1: you could make that. I, I think, I think they, they want to leave it t- up to being just vague enough that you don't know. And I think that really, because it creates, it, uh, it creates this fun little dynamic, um, that, uh, where you have the Joker and Bruce Wayne are half brothers. Yeah.
0: Oh, I would love that.
1: And I was like, that's Wouldn't I'm, that be cool? Wouldn't yeah, that just make the whole Batman that, Joker
0: dynamic I, that much more interesting? I really, I mean, that's a I can't believe no one's ever really thought of that before. And I, I don't know all of the different comic book iterations that are no, out there. Maybe either. it's maybe it's been uh, played with before, but I
1: think especially in fan fiction, I feel like I've heard similar things. Oh my god, cuz they're they're so tied together. Oh yeah. That
0: would be so fucking <sighs> like Shakespearean it, you know
1: it really would punctuate the the story very nicely, yeah um, and it would create you know kind of it would it would balance out their you know their because dy- the two of them, those two characters have a very different dynamic than Batman and any of his other villains yeah, it's a very different relationship altogether
0: let's see I don't want this to go past an hour, so I see you know I want to I wanna try and keep this a little bit concise, and I don't want to go too long. What did you think about Robert de Niro?
1: Uh, I liked I liked Robert De Niro. I thought he was uh, a fun a fun little mechanism in this. I th- I thought it was uh, uh, it re- it really did bring out the Scorsese in it, um, which mm-hmm. I, I feel he really like... was the
0: only Scorsese yeah.
1: tie to it that I yeah. know of. Um, but it, because that was one of the things I remember even preliminarily, people were saying it had a very Scorsese vibe to it. Yes. Even before trailers started coming out just to this verse.
0: well, there was the whole taxi driver. And then of course, yeah.
1: Robert De Niro being in taxi
0: yeah. driver. So you just couldn't help but think of it. And, and it's, you know, Scorsese's like heyday was the seventies. Yep. So, I mean, you could say that it's, there are lots of other hits yeah. like Goodfellas was the nineties. Well, I don't want to say it was heyday, but that's when he came up.
1: That, yeah, that was that's his first game notoriety. That was where Scorsese started getting some notoriety. Right, up. right
0: yeah and, and i I feel and I'm thinking throughout most of the movie that he's really being underutilized, yeah, but that all ended when they had that great two way conversation when you know they're filming the episode where he invites uh, Arthur onto the show to, as kind of a joke it's you could see something like that happening very easily in the real life, you know a viral video goes, yeah. you know they're they're getting some mileage out it some they're laughing at his expense. So they're and people are really digging it. So they were like, "Well, let's get him on, and maybe we can mine some more gold out of this." And then, of course, they have that showdown. It gets very serious and when it, he admits to killing those three yeah. people on the subway. And I love that scene. And, and
1: oh I, God, I, I liked I liked that De Niro in his character leaned into it instead yes. of being, you know, having this shocked like, "Oh my gosh," you know. It was like he's everybody else. You know, the audience kind of plays that role where they all kind of he gasp. became his father.
0: Now he. You know, Arthur Fleck had the fantasy when he was a guest, he, he got called into the show from the audience and he yeah. hugs him in his fantasy. Um, De Niro hugs uh, Joaquin in the scene and he he whispers into his ear like, "If I, I wish I had a wish, son like yeah. you. And was like, whoo, you know, like that was a crazy scene. Yeah. But he kind of like in that moment became like a father figure and he yeah. treated him like a son, like a troubled yeah, when he's he's sort of dressing him down, even though you can see the pot stirring, and the situation becoming
1: critical. With like, yeah. you know like he's he's very clearly, you know, becoming unhinged. And it, it, it like he was there. There was an inquisition. He was he wanted to. He it, it was okay. I, I'm acknowledging what you're saying is true. I want. I want. You know. Do you, you know, do you think this is funny? Do you think this is appropriate? You yeah. know, it's like all, all of these things. It's like in that. I don't in think that this vein. is very funny. It and was, it was like, like, yeah, it was just taking like a very fatherly,
0: scorning kind yeah. of uh, approach
1: to it. It was, it was honestly, I think it was probably some of the best dialogue in the entire movie. Yeah. Um, just because it was just, it was, I, I, what I found myself after the fact, when I was mentally revisiting that scene, I was thinking how, f- how, how. Uh, t- how 2019 my brain is wired thinking of if you had that situation how that would play out in a modern world i mean everybody would be instantly you know social media is like oh my gosh it's like there would be this instant response to the information that you had, had just received oh he's the he's the guy that killed these guys you'd have police on hand, you'd have he'd be you know, you wouldn't even have that conversation yeah. because they would shut it down, they would you know, all of the pieces would be managed. But because It wouldn't of, have gotten that far. No, it wouldn't have gotten that far. Yeah. But because of the time frame that it was shot, you have this delay. You have this well, there aren't just police here. There's, I mean, people are watching this, and it's a live broadcast. Very
0: relaxed security. But it's yeah.
1: it's when I was like, the response to this is going to have some lag because people are going to hear it, have to digest it, and then figure out what is our response to it. There isn't an immediate, oh, my gosh, a guy on live TV just confessed, confessed to murdering three people in our yeah. town. Here's what we would do in that situation. They don't know. So I mean, and honestly, his
0: producer, who was played by Mark Maron, I yep. think, um, was wanting to to pull the he plug. Like, cut this but cut. De Niro has been in Showbiz for so long. I think really it was just sort of his hubris yeah. that just
1: kind of kept it going. It's like, all right, this is going to be, this is going to be. In his mind, it it didn't strike you as this. Uh, um, he was trying to capitalize on it, but in the back of it, it just in, in that portrayal, I felt like you could kind of pull out, like he knows that okay outside of getting shot in the face and being dead you know this interview is going to be one of those things like this is going to be a hallmark of his career it's like this interview will yeah. be a thing that how which this is, is something a
0: like old showbiz person yeah. might think you know like i'm sick and tired of doing this show show pony yeah you know like this entertainment show exactly thing, you know so yeah i could totally see that and if you think about it in terms of like zodiac and thing like that kind of thing played yeah. out live yep with the uh, psychiatrist. You know, yep. He kind of had a moment with the Zodiac killer there. So you got to think of it in like that too. Um, so and as as the audience member like you knew going into the movie that whatever was going to happen was going to happen yeah.
1: on that show. Like yep. that
0: was something horrible was going to happen. And it, during leading up to it the rehearsal was really it seemed to be that like he was just going to commit suicide on the show.
1: Yeah. That was that was and uh, 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 I thought they did a really good job of leading you down that road. Yeah. Um, I, I had my hesitations. Like, I, I, I don't think that's how they, I don't think that's how he lets this character go out. So that's why I didn't believe it. Yeah. But he did a really great job of No, I didn't you... totally
0: buy it either. But it was nice that they kind of set you up to doubt yeah. it a they, little bit. Yeah,
1: They made you think, like, this is the direction we're heading. Mm-hmm. And then it, was, it wasn't like this, oh, my gosh, what? I was like, because you, I mean, even in the moment when he does, when he shoots De Niro, it's, there is still a moment where it's like uh, disbelief is the word that comes to mind. But it's almost like, in 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 my head, in that moment, it still could have been. They had created the scenario so perfectly that it, it was still kind of a flip of a coin. Yeah, is he going to kill himself? Is he going to kill De Niro? Is he going to just go crazy and start shooting people in the audience? I. I'm not 100% sure exactly what he's going to do. I was there with you. Yeah. Up
0: until the, there was a scene where, you know, there was the the camera point of view was sort of over, it wasn't straight on Joaquin. It was sort of like he was looking at De Niro as the host yeah. and he was shaking physically. Yep. At that, there were, you know what I'm talking about yep. that part when he says something, you know, like you would you would probably step over me if I were you know, injured. yeah, like yeah, so like he kind of at that point solidifies the whole like you know the rich should be punished. Yeah, he decides in that moment. I feel like yeah, f- and, and he was defiant towards him, is scorning him as a father figure. Like I think he really kind of decided in that moment that yeah. he was going to shoot him instead. Yep. Now I don't know. Cause he didn't have an escape plan or no. anything. So, you know, he gets caught yeah. after that. Um, uh, so very, very interesting stuff. Um, let's see who else could be so, Todd Phillips. Where does Todd Phillips go from here? This guy <laughs> known for what old school and, uh, the hangover, hangover movies, I, comedies.
1: I, I like, I like this emergence. Um, to me there, it's, it reminded me very much of Adam McKay. Going the route of the big short. See, I was thinking Jordan uh, Peele, you uh, know, like coming from
0: comedy, taking a very different route. I I like that
1: we're seeing more of that, where, um, where you get to see guys that I mean, you know, because it's not that comedy's easy. Um, but I, I think I think that's one of the things that something like this really highlights is comedy isn't easy. I think I a lot of think people so think you all, could just churn yeah. out a comedy. But I
0: agree with you that people might assume that you can make a fart noise. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay,
1: well, we'll just make dick and fart jokes for yeah. 90 minutes and people laugh at that. That goes only down. so far. Yeah, it's like, you know, there's there's some, some complexity to it and guys that are really, you know, that are have and some... And the scripts for the 1st Hangover. that script for the 1st Hangover movie was tight. Yeah. Oh, I mean... The, the, the other two movies, not so much. Yeah, two, uh, and you could tell those had more studio influence. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's the thing is, like, if somebody's a good writer and has a good eye for it, and, you know, that was one of the, there were so many, it, like, I don't like to get too, like, you know, film school, art house on a lot of stuff. Yeah, me neither. But it's one of, like, the, as I'm, I'm not sure, qualified, <laughs> to be honest. We're extremely qualified. <laughs> but that was one of the, like, with Joker, it's like, there as I'm watching, it was like every part of the entire experience to me, felt so intentional the sound Mm -hmm. the visuals the Um, music one of of my favorite parts of the entire movie is you you see those stairs um the 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 entirety of those stairs and every time he's going up those stairs he just has this he's slumped over Mm -hmm. there's just this defeated Defeated, kind of persona that just envelops him and it, it, what I really appreciated is like he's going, every, he goes up those stairs I don't know, two, three, four times. Yeah. And they have that shot, and it's just it's at the a, end of every day, basically. It's it's a really great shot too because it's this whole. Oh my god, I love that. There scene. there was a very uh, a very rich relationship between foreground and background and how yeah. that how that uh, intermingled. You can use it, you but, can use it to your advantage. But he got he got to a point where at the end, when he had made the transformation, was the only time he went down the stairs. Mm. And when he went down the stairs. There was so much more there was so much more life to him there was so much more of a fluidity to even when the police start chasing him yeah i was like he's he's still you know they're they're yeah. still he a, put he's putting it together yes because even
0: because like, let's talk about the transformation of joker real quick i guess we can it starts basically when he kills the three guys yeah. he gain he gets the gun you learn that he's on all kinds of medication for starters well for starters yeah he's on all kinds of medication he wants to be numb and then the government assisted program that he had been following was yep. dry was was being cut, and then he's sort of on his own at this point. Yeah. So he has no more medication to keep him in check. Uh, he gets the gun from the from the quote unquote friend from work, and so now he's armed. And then the the uh, he becomes empowered when he kills those three guys. Then he he runs to that bathroom, locks the door, and he does this like dance. Yeah. This like very um, poetic kind of you know I don't even know what kind of dance you would even call it like it was like a music like symphonic music was playing yeah. in his mind and he's it's a very kind of it wasn't like he was like you know like it was real kind of poetic and, and a yeah.
1: ballo- like you know like a ballerina yeah it was it was, it was it was very you know ballet you know have that fluidity to it yeah They just and it it felt. It was awkward to watch, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, it was meaningful. Like you, you could tell, like there was a part of him that was kind of coming out of all of this. Yeah, and I like that the
0: violence. I think in in a lot of cases, these like serial killers, violence is sort of a sexual turn on. He had that one kind of off center scene where he's sort of playing with himself when the studio from yeah uh, Robert De Niro they call him they ask him to be on the show, but he's like on off playing with himself on the <laughs> side. It's, it's such a, some may say an unnecessary scene, but I thought, I felt like that was so authentic to a person like <clears throat> that would be sickened like that, you know, yeah. he would, he would get off on the, the violence of it, you know, which I think the Joker does Yeah, even in the scene in the end when he's like, I don't f- want to pretend like I should be sad anymore that those three guys are dead. Yeah. I'm glad they're dead. Yeah. He feels liberated by it. And so, you know, like that begins his transformation. So, uh, of course, we had this scene where he confronts the uh, guy who gives him the gun. He learns, of course, that he rats him out. Yep. Ends up leading to him losing his he's job. Fired. Get fired from the job that he likes, which, by the way, he's a clown. I like that there's a tie to the Joker yeah. being a clown in this movie. You know, like if you got an origin story, like he's just a clown in all of the other iterations of Batman. In this, he's working at a, like a clown for hire business yeah. and he enjoys being a clown. He enjoys the theatrics. He likes entertaining kids. I love this scene where he drops the gun, entertaining that children. That's fantastic. <laughs> You're happy and you know it. And That was like the only kind of funny scene, which uh, had yeah. in a movie void of humor entirely. Yeah. You're not really supposed to laugh at that scene. You're supposed to be horrified and you are but I kind of like giggled a little bit because of the way he kind of tries to cover it up yeah <laughs> um, but you can just see him coming unhinged man and then he that there's the scene when he locks the door the little the little person and the you know the one guy in with the, uh, the you know like there's this sort of ruse that they're coming over to comfort him over his, his mom just yeah, his mother was in who just died. I guess. he killed her. Which was another pushing point, right? You know, even more like you knew that was coming. Like that might be the thing that pushes him over the edge. Um, but he he's got like you know the makeup on and crap, and he's almost there. He's like almost completely there. He's got the green hair in, you know, with the dye.
1: And it, you could you could see. You know, because he wasn't doing it in any careful kind of manner. Like you could see the remnants of green dye kind of just yeah, dripping oh, down, yeah. down his
0: skin. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So this is very carnal, the way yeah. he was doing it. Um, and he just did that. He just, he decides to, you know, get, get his vengeance on this guy. He pulls the scissors out and just. In a very Sopranos esque type yeah. kill, In a very Scorsese kill, just, like like you know in Goodfellas when uh, you know like the guy gets stabbed to death with the pin in the yep. neck, it it was just that scene completely, absolutely, and that on top of like the wailing and, and and the cries of horror from you know the the little person off screen, oh, it was, punctuated it so much more because he's just oh my god oh my god, and then you have that moment where he. You know, it's like, is he going to die too? I yeah. was
1: convinced he was going to kill him. I, I appreciated that he didn't. Yes. I appreciated that, like, made after. Maybe again, a little bit more sympathetic that he didn't. And it, it was after. um,
0: it, But he lunged at him in a joking it, way, it, in a
1: very joker and way. And that was, I mean, like, there were so many parts, little, so many little nuances here and there that just really made it. Oh, so, so tasty. It, it, it really did. Because it was <laughs> like, it, in the aftermath, it's when I was, you know, like, when you think of somebody. You know, even, even a lot, of, I mean, a lot of, you know, serial killers in, in, you know, movie, you know, people that are murdering people left and right, there's an uneasiness to it. Or like, you know, there's that, that heightened unpredictability. Yeah. you know, there's that adrenaline where they're still, you know, I was like, mm. and for Joker in that moment, right after he had murdered him, he's like oh laying God. there relaxed. Yes. Like, that was what he needed. Like, it was oh, like, I he needed. was
0: having a cigarette after sex. Yeah, it's like, like really, I really needed I, to like kill satisfying. that guy. Yeah.
1: And then it was like, it was just, and even the dynamics of that where he had, he had purposefully locked mm, that top mm-hmm. latch to where the little guy Love couldn't it. do it.
0: Oh, and he runs over. Yeah. Well, because <gasps> the scene plays out like, he's like, I'll let you go. And he lunges at him in a joking way. <sighs> yeah. <That's good. laughs> and then it's, it plays out like, kind of like comedy, you know, like the little guy is trying to reach up and he has to kind of like look back and like, can you let me out please? Yeah, it's like, Oh, and, and then he once again makes you think like, Oh shit. He, this was very calculated and planned yeah. he, he was gonna kill him all along but he wanted to give him that hope but no he very no. sweetly says you were the one that you were the only nice one that was ever nice to me and kisses just, him on the forehead and he runs off
1: and it, it was it was like this really weirdly sweet little moment where like okay he's I mean the side of his face is covered in the blood splatter oh, from the guy God. that he just murdered bloods all having, over the wall. He's trying to have this heartfelt moment with somebody. You yeah. just like you have this, you know. You just continue to understand the character in new ways. Like you have no idea how to relate to people. You have no like you have no capacity for that. And the
0: movie was a very gradual, slow burn to his yeah. descent. That's where the movie really kicks in a high gear for me. When you know he he that moment that scene happens, and then like it's playing that da 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 yeah. da da da, and he's kind of. Strutting in slow motion. There's a lot Which of slow mo in I was this just movie. just like
1: Gary Glitter. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> and then, but then the dance starts happening yes. down the steps, you know. And it starts with that very like you know kind of poppy song. Then it like leads into the symphony, you know, like the, yeah. the score of the movie yep. that kicks in. He's doing like the whole dancing scene you've seen all the trailers, and that's when he's like, confronted by the you know the, the detectives who are have- on his on him, suspecting him for a while in the movie. And then you know that he leads them on this chase through the subways, and uh, you know you had that very visceral scene where like the cops like any you know like it were, was very
1: uneasy, very
0: yeah. uneasy. You know like it's that like, guy, that guy for sure got like trampled, yeah, and like, seriously injured if not killed.
1: Like I don't think these, they're like oh they're in critical conditions. Like I don't think those guys are gonna make no, it. Yeah, especially the one guy. Because they, they were, I mean, you know, in a train filled with people who were going to this protest, yeah. you know, this this hotbed of controversy, this oh, you know, the city's just bubbling, boiling just over, ready for something. It's like these police officers represent to all of these people, everything that is wrong. Yes. And it's like, yes. And it, what was nice was even within that is like until something really happened, until somebody created an incident.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A couple, they, like one guy steps on another guy and he turns and punches that guy. Yeah. And then that's when things escalate. But like, he is a he's a cop. He's got his gun out. he's waving it around, yeah. and then they attack him. and, and it then just all they goes just out. overrun him, yeah, completely. And, uh, and then Joker sees he I love that part when he kind of kind of reminded me of like Heath Jokers like yeah. like entrance in the dark Knight, when he's kind of like got the mask on and yeah. you can't tell what his expression is. he's he's got that little mask on that he took, you know that all the other protesters yep. and stuff are wearing. And he does like a little jig, yep, you know, in a very joker way, and then he takes the mask off those the garbage uh, such a great scene. And then of course you go straight into the whole, like, you know, finale that we've already yep. talked about. Let's talk about the end of the movie and then we'll wrap this thing up. Yep. Um, how do you feel that they actually did the whole Wayne murder thing? <clears throat> what, what's your thoughts on that? Cause they tied it up
1: nicely. It, it reminded me of, uh, in the dark Knight rises at the end when, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt goes to visit the uh, estate. Yeah, and uh, he finds the cave, uh, and the, they're like, "Oh, the lady's like, 'Oh, you should use your, you should use your real, your legal name, mm-hmm. Robin.'" And you're like, "Oh, it's one of those where it's like." <clears throat> i mean robin's name was never robin it was just it was this nice little nod to you know batman you know became Uh, other names too right yeah and so um nightwing nightwing um and so you you have what what i felt like was okay you've integrated thomas wayne and bruce uh, you know you have all of this Mm -hmm. you you've you've he said, I mean, Todd Phillips said from the onset is like, this is not canon. This is not part of anything. Right. But I like And that's it like, how it got made, I'm yeah. sure.
0: Don't don't fuck with our actual Batman. Now, they, they might reconsider at this yeah. point. And that scene to me... I'm sorry, finish your
1: thought. No, no. I, I, I was just, I was going to say, you, you've, set, you've set everything up yeah. to the point where it's like, okay, you kind of can't not have the Thomas Wayne, Martha Wayne execution. So it was when I was like, it was nice that he did it in a way that made sense within the story that they yeah. did. It was when I was like, it didn't feel gratuitous, no. didn't feel necessary, eh, but it was yeah. when I was like, okay, you've integrated Thomas and Martha Wayne into the story, you've shown me Bruce if yeah. this is supposed to, I mean, in a, another world where this would, you know, materialize into Batman being a thing.
0: I wish they didn't do it. I, it feels to me very much like studio meddling. Like, yeah. this has got some heat. Yeah. Let's go ahead and put this in there. You know, it, it's the whole like Ben getting killed with Spider-Man. It's like, do we have to see this scene? And it wasn't gratuitous. No. But do we have to see this scene again? We we didn't. And they that could was the have thing showed about... some restraint and not yeah, had that part. Yeah. They didn't that. No. But the way they did it was as perfectly done as you could do it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the Joker that killed him. You know, it was very much like um, you know from the '89 Batman. Yeah. When, and you know, like, well, I mean, it was Joker that killed him, but it was, uh, what was his name? Jack. um I forget I think. It was Napier, last... Jack Napier. Jack Napier, yeah. Yeah, and then was it Joe, Joe Cool or something that kills him in the comics? Like, it's not the Joker, yeah. something, something cool. Um, so it was, yeah, it was just this, like, random dude who just, by happenstance, happened to be standing out. Uh, you know, this theater that the Waynes were in, and then it it happens so fast, too. They don't draw it out. Like, it happens so fast. Like, literally, like, all this chaos is happening. The Joker's in a car accident. You know, his followers lift him up. And then, the kind of, like, almost, like, pans over, like, they, the Waynes walk out of the theater, and you're like, holy shit, I can't believe it. And by the time, like, you finish what your thought, boom, he, you know, he shoots him, rips the pearls off, you get that whole, like, you know, visualization of that, play out once again and you know like it, it wasn't
1: gratuitous but like I just wish they hadn't have done it well and it, it part of what and part of what it didn't need it part of what made it seem somewhat gratuitous was um the fact that they had gone to the efforts of uh, of imposing you know this uh, kind of class structure within um uh, within Gotham yeah. towards like there's parts of the city you know it's like it made sense like okay, There's parts of major cities like oh you don't go to this part of the city oh this is the bad part of the city oh this is where all the low income and the crime and the Mm -hmm. here's where all the problems are this section of the city and so there's a part like it doesn't really make sense yeah why would the Wayne I've always wondered that why are the Waynes going it's like I I like the unescorted no like, you know it's uh, like okay this is a guy that's a no Alfred even (laughs) this is and it was like
0: uh, it's one of those like it's like the old time it look it's like basically like old Times Square. Yeah, like why are you watching a movie in yeah. Old time Square? Like, it's, I I get that you're like a political figure. You maybe want to your face to be seen. I don't know. I that, don't even want to give them the benefit of the doubt. There, that, that I'm totally was, with you on that.
1: That was what was problematic about it. It's like, okay, you kind of just threw this together because you didn't. And they happen to go see a movie in the midst of this riot. Yeah, it's like, whoa, well, there's a riot. Oh yeah. my goodness, where know, should we go? Man. Probably down this alley. I call.
0: I call. Like, I smell studio meddling there.
1: It does kind of feel like it.
0: But you know, it doesn't spoil the movie. It for doesn't me take whatsoever. away. I love the scene so much. When he reaches into his mouth with the blood and smears. That the, was fantastic. Holy shit. That, that is one of my favorite Joker moments in any yeah. Batman movie ever. When he does that, yeah. he's all bloody from the accident and he just makes the smile. I'm like, Oh, that's what was missing yeah. from like his whole makeup steal. Like I, I was never really loving the way he looked as Joker and yeah. all the promotional shots. It looked too much like a clown, it, yeah. it, you know. It, but it makes sense in the movie. I don't hate it, but I didn't love it. But when he did that last bit, kind of completing his transformation it to the brought Joker, it around to oh man, it was so good. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I mean, I think this movie was great. I think people should get, definitely go see it. I agree. I don't know it when I first saw the movie. I thought, you know, I'm walking out, and I was like, whew, that was bleak. That that was a really hard watch. I don't know if I'll watch this movie again. At least in its entirety. Like I want to watch those last twenty minutes again. Yeah. Uh, but leading up, everything leading up to it is really bleak and grim, and you know, just hard to watch. You feel you feel so sorry for the guy through most of the movie because he doesn't hurt anybody. He's just this like weird little guy who doesn't hurt anybody.
1: Well, and and that's the that's the whole part of his transformation is the. I mean, he's he's really just there to try and do whatever you know, like. I'm. I'm not anybody. I'm not looking for anything. Yeah. I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to do that. Just let me have. He didn't
0: want any part of the movement no. until the end.
1: Then he kind of was like embraced it. He's like, let me just be. You know, I like being a clown. Let me be a clown. Yeah. Let me make just enough money to live in this shithole place with my mom. Yeah, and just exist. All I want to yeah. do is just kind of eke by in life. And it was like life said, "No, I, you have. We're. You're just. You're going to be a, a recipient of just kind of this." unending punishment and it was every every little thing just kind of pushed him a little further and a little further and I I was a
0: little scared of that scene when he walks into Zazie's apartment yeah when you are when it's revealed that he was not involved with her and he sits on her couch and she's like you're that guy that lives down the hall and he's like I had a bad day and, really, and he's like kind of weirdly feeling on things yeah. you know like the little girl's backpack and you're like oh no i hope this isn't where he flips out
1: well and you really don't know no you, i mean like that's it's another one of those ambiguous moments where it's like did he lose it and they're dead or did he just get you up don't know for sure you don't and i was he just so,
0: he just turns and does the
1: thing does he yeah. kill
0: them i don't think he did
1: I don't think he did either, but yeah. I, I like that they, they don't definitively tell you, y- yeah. you couldn't go one way because or the other. Because she never wronged him either.
0: No. So, you know, like it felt like all of his responses were like the self-defense and the one part and the, you know, the people that wronged him, Yeah, they didn't deserve it, obviously, but they didn't need to be savagely murdered, but you know, they, they, they wronged him and she yeah. never wronged. she just made eye contact with him once and you know, he stalked her it's very creepy when he's like stalking her all the way to the bank. Yeah. And he, I love how he just like the, the whole false narrative thing. When he created that relationship, it was a very, was really nice great. touch. Dug that a lot. All right, man. Um, Movie didn't feel too long. No, nope. uh, it, it was it, it looked, and felt great. It was very, like I said, 70s thrown through from the 70s Warner Brothers logo to the yeah. end of the movie. when you know, he, he's running back and forth in a very silly Joker way. And like the the end splashes on is such a tribute to older movies. And uh, I think it's going to be a timeless movie because of that. This There's... is going to be a timeless classic, I think
1: so much so many of the uh, just like the little pieces uh, because even even as i was watching i was thinking about different stuff when they have that uh they have the benefit um where he he goes and he dresses up like the um the usher and mm-hmm. he meets thomas wayne in the in the bathroom yeah. and they're watching charlie chaplin films mm-hmm. <clears throat> and charlie chaplin is he wrote the song smile that they oh, used. oh so i didn't know that yeah so it's one of those is like Th- all of those little things those little pogos, tiny things yeah yeah pogos yeah. um you know it, it just the i mean th- that's life you know just that frank sinatra uh, yes. new york i was just yes. all all those things is like i just i mean everything so was intentional many, so many little and i like that because it's like okay to be that intentional on it's that make many it layers, fun for further watches you, you down have to think about so many elements of that. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I think it's a masterful
0: movie. Yeah, I really do too. I, I think, um, I do think Joaquin's gonna he's gonna walk away with the award because all of the, he checked a lot of those boxes that yeah. they look for. Uh, no, I, and I don't know who other frontrunners possibly could be. And it, it's an October release, so I, what's the qualifying
1: point? It's, is it the end of the year. I think it just has to be by the end of the year.
0: Yeah, so you know, like it's going to be fresh in people's minds. It's going to be playing for a while longer yeah. still. Um, I think it's got a real shot. I, I think it has a real shot, maybe for screenplay. I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's any shot in hell that it'll win best picture or best director.
1: That there'll be there'll be too much steep competition. Yeah. I mean There'll be two or three other solid contenders that at the end of the day,
0: but I think the Oscars at the end of the day, will look at this movie and it's not a comic book movie in any way. They'll feel more. Maybe it could be a dark horse movie. Like maybe it's finally that, you know, comic book movie that breaks through and wins best picture. You don't know, but they'll let it happen because it's such a fringe movie. Yeah. You know, uh, there's, there's no superhero elements to this whatsoever. No, it's just the, it's just the characters.
1: That's it. In name only. I was, I was, I was, I can't remember if it was Saturday night after I got home or Friday night after I got home or if it was sometime Saturday when I was um, going through different stuff. I watched a quick Nerdist video. They were talking about how they could integrate this into the DCEU. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't. Yeah. Don't, don't, no. don't, don't, don't. Please Leave don't. this out. Yep. It has nothing to do. It's like, well, they could feasibly. I don't care how they could feasibly do this or that. Yeah. I don't care. Don't. Leave it out. This is a great movie. Mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the DCEU. Not at all don't don't make don't
0: and it's not like joaquin's under contract to do it anymore but do another villain yeah Just i don't please. i don't even want a
1: sequel to this i think this is great in And I, of I don't want a sequel either because no. we know it happens
0: yeah uh give give us like what uh, I'll, I'll give i'll put it to you what villain would you like them to give this treatment to of all the other Batman <clears throat> villains who would you like to see
1: well outside would say the joke of the riddler is my favorite so i would really i would love to see the riddler but i was thinking about it because i was like okay um you you could make a really compelling penguin movie you could make a really compelling um scarecrow movie um you could uh, really for the first time ever you could do a Manhatter movie which would be really entertaining did you hear the like rumors that like Jonah
0: Hill might be possibly Jonah Manhattan Hill in and the batman the uh the else? the Robert Pattinson yeah. Patkins and whatever
1: Robert pa- yeah uh, um Jonah like Hill and that. somebody uh, somebody else uh, they were talking somebody else was going to be playing another role because they were both kind of on the news front for that. We'll see. I'm still.
0: I don't even know. I, I, I would. I. 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 I dare not even think. But I. I also like they've, the Riddler. They've got I, six I, villains. There's been a movie. lot of time. There's been about 20 years or or more since the Jim Carrey Riddler, so it's it's time.
1: And and I, I didn't, didn't care Riddler. for that one. It, it was
0: it was kind of fun at the moment. It worked. Moment.
1: It worked for what they wanted. Yeah. Jim Carrey was huge at the box office. Made tons of sense.
0: It's not it's not easily rewatchable now no. in twenty nineteen. Nope. So anyway, um, I mean you know hell it was a great movie. Do we we don't really have a rating system. Should we make one up?
1: Um, let's see.
0: Um, I give it four and a half hams out of five.
1: Ooh. I'll give it four and three quarters hams. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not a perfect movie, but put uh, a little extra ham in there. For a, you. Little, a little extra ham, <laughs> a little extra glaze. Yeah, well, I hope you enjoyed our spoiler-filled yes. review. Spoilers. of Joker. Uh, I, I, you know, it's it was great. Yeah, it was really great. I don't need to. I, I, I can, I can preserve it in my mind from from here for on for eternity. Out. Yeah, like like Logan. I've never really watched Logan a second time because I it's just thought just it was there. so good. It was so good. I don't need it. I don't need it again.
1: I watched it t- two times on opening nights. So.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for hanging in there with us for this bonus episode. Bonus. We'll see you in the real episode next, whenever that might be. Yeah. I don't know how and what order these are going to go in. Well, I don't know. It's going to be something Halloween-y, though, I bet. Probably. <laughs> for October. Seems like it.